Good morning. The Treasurer has touted responsible economic management as our best defence against a recession. Faced with the prospect of a possible global downturn, Jim Chalmers says his chief focus was to repair the government's budget while safeguarding our household budgets. <laughs> the first Labor Treasurer to deliver a budget in almost a decade. This is a responsible budget that is right for the times. Tough times of rampant inflation and approaching global recession. Electricity prices to rise 30% next year, gas prices 20% this year, another 30 next, driving up production costs and prices while wages remain flat. Australians know that this is a time of great challenge and change. The big winners, young families with cheaper childcare, expanded paid parental leave and cheaper medicines, slashing the Medicare co-payment by $12.50 to $30 a script. And more affordable housing, a million new homes over five years, including 20,000 affordable homes, with cheaper rents located next to jobs. Rents are through the roof and many families are struggling to keep up. The skills agenda, 480,000 free TAFE places, 20,000 free university spots for disadvantaged students and $2.5 billion putting registered nurses into every aged care facility from next July. It delivers on our commitments. His proudest boast, spending restraint, more than $100 billion of increased revenue from coal and gas exports and a higher tax take, but 92% return to the bottom line and $28.5 billion to budget repair, cutting the deficit in half this year to $36.9 billion, but the fastest growing program, the NDIS, costing $37 billion and counting. The missing ingredient, no real cash support to help with soaring prices for those without babies or toddlers, facing another two years of financial pain before the economy recovers. And this budget makes hard decisions for hard times. With household spending predicted to collapse as inflation peaks at 7 and 3 quarter percent, growth of 3 and a quarter percent this year, just 1 and a half next, and unemployment jumping to 4.5 percent. A $120 billion infrastructure program over a decade is reprofiled. His first budget. It begins to put things right. With a long way to go on the repair job. Mark Riley, 7 News. The UK's new Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has been officially appointed by King Charles. He was invited to form a government during a meeting at Buckingham Palace. In his first speech as Prime Minister, Mr Sunak said he was chosen to take over to fix the mistakes made by Liz Truss. I fully appreciate how hard things are. And I understand too that I have work to do to restore trust after all that has happened. His first act as Prime Minister is to choose a new cabinet. Jurors in the trial of accused rapist Bruce Lehrman are deadlocked over whether he assaulted Brittany Higgins inside Parliament House three and a half years ago. Justice McCallum revealed she received a note from jurors stating that they couldn't agree on a unanimous verdict. She's given the jury of eight women and four men more time. They will reconvene today to continue deliberations. A mother hospitalised after a terrifying crash says she's forgiven the driver for a mistake that almost killed her baby. Three people were injured when an out-of-control four-wheel drive ploughed through the front of a Melbourne daycare centre. Thank God they, was, they are still with us and, yeah, my little daughter's happy, she's clapping. <laughs> the 11-month-old suffered a mild concussion, but she is returning to her bubbly self. 
It's been revealed the cyber attack on health insurer Medibank was much larger in scale than first thought. Up to 4 million Australians may have been affected by the hack and the federal government has activated emergency provisions in response. Medibank says hackers were able to stroll through top secret files using the, se the stolen login details of a senior staff member. Sensitive information linked to past customers and that of children may have been compromised. A quick check of sport now and Marcus Stoinis smashed Australia's fastest ever T20 half century to keep their World Cup hopes alive. Chasing Sri Lanka's five for 167, the Aussie batsmen struggled to find their groove on a difficult Optus Stadium pitch. Oh, he's hit again and that has been nasty. Maxwell rips the helmet off, hit on the hand and hit again here. Glenn Maxwell recovered from the hit to the throat but soon departed to leave Australia at 3 for 89 after 12 overs. Up stepped Stoinis. Over pitched. 6 4 6. Stoinis belting Hazaranga now. The Perth local reached 50 off only 17 deliveries as his unbeaten 59 guided Australia to a seven wicket win with 21 balls to spare. Flood-affected communities are facing a massive clean-up as the system which has unleashed heavy rainfall on four states starts to move on. A fresh warning has been issued for a possible hybrid cyclone, bringing more wet weather to eastern Victoria, southeast New South Wales and parts of Tasmania this week. But there is some light at the end of the tunnel, the Bureau predicting La Nina will ease in December. Checking Wednesday's weather now, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 32 degrees, sunny and 27 in Sydney, a shower or two heading for 21 in Canberra, showers increasing 21 as well in Melbourne. Rain possible heavy falls in Hobart today, a top of 16, a shower or two in Adelaide, 18 degrees, mostly sunny 22 in Perth and partly cloudy 34 degrees in Darwin.